Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents special guest host Nikki Ojeda Tarot with Tatiara. Tatiara has been reading tarot cards and working with essential oils for nearly 35 years. She offers insight, hope, and power through her tarot, clairvoyant, and past life readings. She offers custom essential oil blends based on your online Zoom reading, as well as intuitive and archetypal insight. Tatiara specializes in online past life and tarot readings, offering the querent a look at their probabilities and current trajectories, enabling them to make informed decisions and changes and to create their desired outcomes. She also gives people tools to correct their unconscious energy patterns through archetypal awareness and personal mythic correspondences. And now, Tarot, Essential Oils and You. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, I'm your host, Daniel Jackson. And today we have on our show, we have Nikki Ojeda. And Nikki, she is, I would say you are a tarot specialist because not only do you do tarot cards and do readings for people, but uh, I read up on you and it says that you integrate that with uh, with providing essential oils for people by doing these readings. Is that is that correct? That's correct. I, I take the symbolism shown in the readings, whether it's my regular tarot reading or I specialize in past life readings as well. And then I'm able to craft an essential oil that the energies and the checks and balances mm. of the symbolism, it all ties together beautifully. And so, um, you know, it's just its own special little thing crafted, especially for the reading. And when did you uh, when did you realize you were able to do this? When did you wake up to uh, to your abilities uh, in being able to do this? It's interesting that um I was exposed to tarot, herbs, and essential oils all at the same time, really, because um, I've told this story in other podcasts, but my beautiful mentor, Karen, had a, an herb shop, and I worked there with her um, when I was 15 years old, and the first time I smelled sandalwood, I'm like, it just like took me away to ancient Persia or something. Yeah, it smells so good, I, doesn't it? <laughs> I love essential oils. Yeah. And I worked there and learned about herbs. And she gifted me with my first tarot deck, and it was the herbal tarot. So, um, you know, each card has the symbolism of the plants and, and everything. And it's just how I learned it all at the same time. And then I'm very interested in symbology and the mystical and the I've always felt the unseen and energies. I'm all about energy work and, you know, helping people see their energetic patterns that don't serve usually by way of an archetype that's telling their stories. Sure. You know, it just all comes together beautifully. Yeah. But you also, you also get messages too, don't you, when you're doing these readings? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm clairvoyant. I'm psychic. Yes. Yeah. You're not someone who just learns how to do uh, tarot cards and just goes on with it. I've seen people who, who just go and take a class to do this, but uh, but you also get actual messages from spirit while you're doing a reading, which would, which would, I would think, would enhance the reading for people. Right. I mean, really, what it boils down to is that the pictures in the tarot cards are something that I had to learn as a channel for the proclivity that I already had. Right. Uh, like I said, I don't call it a gift because I've done a lot of training, but the um, the tarot cards are just a perfect way for me to sort of discern the messages a little bit. And it's sort sure. of a, a guide for me. It isn't all and everything. It just happens to be the method I resonate with the most. Right. It, it just goes hand in hand together, correct? Exactly. 
Yeah, and I, I'm the same way. I, I don't call this a gift. I call this an ability. Uh, basically, the, the way that I've been told uh, by my guides is, is that it comes through with your soul. It's not something they just give you. It's just something that you have, but some people wake up with it and some people don't. Yeah, that sounds about right. Since I was having um, past life memories when I was five years old and you know, I, I believe anyone can have this ability, but it does, um, you know, different. It takes a lot of work because our culture doesn't foster it. But if we lived in a culture that fostered it, a lot more people would be showing the ability, I believe. Yeah, no, we, uh, they don't want us to know. I believe it's just the world themselves. They don't want us to know how much power and control we have over ourselves. Because if we did, if they, if we knew all that, then we wouldn't have to rely on the rest of the world for uh, what we would call, you know, uh, regular medicine or re or t just being able to take care of ourselves. But, uh, but the world doesn't want us to know that because um, that's why they want to have us under control and power. You know, even our own internal value and our internal worth, you know, it's not something that you can spray on or, right. or, or you know, apply your makeup, you're not any more valuable. So part of my work, and I do feel it as a spiritual calling, is to help people find their authentic truth. Absolutely. I feel we all have a special energy and creativity that's ours and ours alone. And the more we shine that out, which requires a certain type of love-aligned rebellion to do that. Right. And being able to do that will usher in this, this age of Aquarius, which is already making a lot of things more, um, you know, I don't want to say permissive, but let's just say there's more of a space opening up for people to be their real yes, truth. There was absolutely. Before. And I'm but, all about helping people do that. Yes. And, and people need that help because they need to be aware of this and they need to wake up to know they, that they can do this for themselves. Uh, but as I tell everybody uh, doing what I do, uh, some people are just meant to be teachers and other people are just meant to be students until they can wake up themselves. Right. And I'm an eternal student. Hopefully the things that I do teach will touch someone somewhere along the line and that touches someone, but I will never stop being a student because um, that's, that's like, it's part of it. We are it's here to, we are here to learn. We're here to learn our lessons and fulfill our purpose. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. how long, how long have you been doing this uh, in total? 35 years for the uh, essential oils and, and the tarot reading and probably about 25 years for doing past life readings. 35 so, years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I started when I was 15. So do oh the math. God. Really? Yeah, I'm doing the math. And uh, I'm 55 years old. Uh, but compared to you, I look like I'm 75 years old. Holy crap. Oh, I mean, bless your heart. Yeah, no, I don't know what kind of water you're drinking over here. But can you send some of that out here to Arizona? Because I can use a little bit of it. So you do, uh, you do tarot readings. Uh, you are clairvoyant. You are psychic. Uh, mm -hmm. But how does how does how does the essential oils mix into all that? How, 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 is that something you just decided to do on your own, or you just saw the signs for this and said, "Hey, this can go together"? Well, it started by me doing it by for myself first, right. and I would do it for my closest friends. I had a little circle of wonderful people, which make it all the difference, and we would share our different psychic gifts with one another. Sure. And then um, after a reading, I would be like. Well, you know, here's this oil, you know, whatever it is per se, you know, say someone is 
you're trying to pass, you know, an exam, and it all comes up where they have um, challenges. The first thing that comes to my mind is rosemary for mental clarity, but then it's always a blend of the different energies that come up. So it started by just, you know, learning and playing and being, and it kind of evolved out try, of that. Trial and error. Yeah, try, trial and error. Same thing that that uh, comes along with these abilities we have to uh, speak with spirit. Uh, we we go along with it. We we try to figure it out for ourselves and see how it works for us. And then that's how we can figure out how it will work for other people as well. And eventually I tied it into my interests in depth psychology and mythology. And that's where I come up with the archetypes. Oh, I man, started reading going deep. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm about to. So, plug yes, in that. so um, <laughs> I started reading Carl Jung when I was like 10 years old and I could not get enough of it. Even though I didn't quite fully grasp it all. And it just put me in touch with these mystical feelings I was feeling a little bit, you know, uh, but then I didn't look at it for a really long time. Then later I was reintroduced through Joseph Campbell and my husband really helped me um, see that this was something I was already interested in and the symbology of things I'd experienced and um, the symbolism of archetypes, which is a pattern of energy, you know, it's, you can view them different ways. You could view them as aspects of our own psyche. You can view right. them as aspects of the collective conscious or just like human experience. Like if you think of an archetype like the mother, you know, it's something that's just there in the human experience. And there's plenty of things like that from the complicated to the simple, but they get, they're get they in our unconscious mind um, framing our experiences and our stories. And I'm all about getting in there and upgrading the archetype. You know, you want to take something like, say you have like a wounded child within, you know, that wounded child can come, can become a speaker and a helper and a healer for others. So it's, it is pretty deep, but I find all these energies and astrology and everything just all weave in together and um, symbolism, you know, personal mythology, moving that energy for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was 10 years old, I was reading doctor books. Dr. Seuss. That's about it. That's. Oh, I still read those too. <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's about as far as I go. I'm not a book reader. My wife is a book reader. I I will wait for the movie to come out. Uh, but I don't know if all that uh, what you were just talking about is going to come out into a movie. I wish it would. I wish just there, never I know. wish it would be more out there to pe for people to uh to to see what's actually out there for themselves. But that's why we're doing the podcast to, to bring this forward. All right, it's unfolding. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, do you get to do you get to do this on a regular basis? Uh, do because uh, I was back in 2018, 19, I was doing a festival circuit and doing readings for people, uh, being a spirit medium. And uh, but uh, 2020 kind of closed that down for us. Uh, we are back to doing it now. Like I have a reading to do tomorrow, uh, mm -hmm. but. Uh, do you get to do this uh, often? Well, in 2020, I moved my business online, and that's when I created Tara with Tatiara.com. And so now I offer everything over Zoom, and it's, you know, then I will ship the oil to you. But I've also done festivals, and, and I do other workshops, too, like archetypal embodiment workshops where we bring right. in that energy to ourselves. Sure. And I'm able to do everything online right now, but I'm still going to be doing uh, festivals and eventually in-person workshops when it's appropriate and yeah. That's all unfolding. But every so far right now, pretty much everything's online except for an occasional in-person thing around here that yeah. someone knows me. 
I, I, I miss it's doing different. the festivals. I, I miss getting out and just being around uh, the people, uh, the, the collective energy that's at a festival like that. I, I miss that so much. And, and I do hope it, that it comes back. But uh, yeah, for right now, I do a lot of, I'm, like you, I do the last four readings I did. And the one I'm doing tomorrow is a Zoom call reading. And, and I, I miss the personalized uh, connection that you get with someone when sitting across from them. Uh, but uh, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. It, it seems like a lot of us uh, within us, I hate to call it a business, but it is. Uh, sure. The, they are now doing all uh, the Zoom calls and 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 are really using uh, that. It seems like Zoom is getting a little bit better with that too. It's not so uh, so jumbled mess, you know. Right, and I've learned to let's just say I've I've had to, but I've found many pros to just doing it from home, you know, because I can stay in my own psychic energy a little bit better. Like I do love a good collective energy, but I'm also a highly sensitive person. So I just find it a lot better. And all I have to worry about is I got my crystal, I got my water, I got my cards, and I got my sacred space. So you don't have to walk in. You're not walking into somebody's household of negative energy is what you're saying, right? <laughs> right, which, you know, there like there are plenty of pros. Like I, I did the bitchcraft fair here in Pittsburgh, and that oh, was what? my record. Yes, it's the bitchcraft fair. That's I awesome. I love that name. And <laughs> I did my record number of, of in-person readings ever. It was like boom, 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 boom. And it was great. I absolutely loved it. So, yeah, that was an example of the kind of energy that I do miss, you know, and I'm that's gonna it'll be coming back you know i'm, yeah, I'm having we, the best um, of both worlds we did one the last one of the ones we did was in pennsylvania or near, or up top of delaware called the arden fair mm. and uh, yeah i did my the most readings I, I did 21 readings in one day there it was just crazy busy there was only one other uh person there who was doing tarot and uh, she was just as busy as i was and i actually did a a pro bono reading for her at the end of the day, which was which was really good. But yeah, that's nice. Some it's of these funny. festivals oh, seem to be. I mean, when you go to do one of these festivals, there is always like a few tarot card readers. Or do you come across that? Yeah, there are, but I find that there aren't very many past life readers, and I have to say, I get more past life clients because it's um, it's not as usual and. Um, you know, not to toot my own horn, but that's what I'm here to do. I do happen yeah. to have that strong ability. I'm good at it. And I always get accolades. And I've gotten to the point where I really trust myself. Because, you know, in the beginning, you're, like I say, healthy skepticism is good. But I, then I'm like skeptical skeptical of my own experience yeah. for a while till I get that external validation enough times. But now I don't need that anymore because, you know, it's just been so long. I know what I'm about. Right. You know what you're doing. Yeah, you basically you're, you're, yeah. you are confident in your as I as I always tell people when I'm uh, spirit seems to bring me people who need to be woken up and then I I always uh, guide them a little bit. I always tell them to always say to people, uh, don't don't mistake my confidence as arrogance. I know what I'm doing. I get results, you know. So so try to try to be as confident as you can. But yeah, some of us have just been doing it, and now we just know when we get the answers. That's it, buddy. And you're, it'll either. And I tell the people when I'm doing readings too. It's it may not resonate with you now, but it, you may pick up on something later on because because uh, you have you have to let it set in a little bit, you know. 
Yeah. And sometimes it comes a little quicker too. It's interesting, but uh, like yeah. I, I tell people I, I'm a little bit different in another way too. Um, I'll put it like this. So I'm all about love and light and that's what I am. And that's where I want to end up, but I am not about spiritual bypassing in any way. So right. when you get a past life reading from me, I'm going to show you your archetypes that need corrected and balanced. And I'm not going to sugarcoat what I see. I'm going to be kind and as positive framing and giving you the tools to change your trajectory and, uh, you know, change that pattern to the best of your ability, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I tell them, if you're coming to me for um, a parlor trick or a novelty, you've come to right. the wrong place. And I don't do past life regressions. I say, I go there. I hypnotize myself. Right. All you have to do is shine your energy. And, um, you know, it's the same thing, but I don't take you there. I don't do regression. Right. Not professionally anyway. Right. You take on the responsibility yourself, which is pretty cool. Right. Yes. And it's just how it evolved, really. You know, it's just what people need tends to, you know, come out a little bit more yes you might have an idea to do something like a regression but it's just not right for me you're hitting on exactly what i tell people i always tell them when you're coming for a reading with me you may not get the reading you want but you will get the reading that you need i i don't i don't sugarcoat nothing either uh as i tell everyone the world is just not uh, rainbows and unicorns it's just not Uh, right it's it's real life and you're going to get answers and you're either going to listen and follow through with them or you're not. And if you don't, there's nothing that I can do for you at that point, except, you know, unless you come back again for more answers, but you're always going to get the truth, you know? Uh, and as I, I tell it, uh, I say, uh, I can only tell the truth one way. I can't tell it 50 ways until one way suits you. Uh, but uh, yeah, and not everybody know. picks up on that, you know? That's true. And really, that's where the nugget of treasure is going to be is in that piece that you might not, you know, it's not going to be comfortable to try to, you know, to cover that up or hide it as a disservice to the querent, I believe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because people need to hear the truth and they need to get the truth for themselves. They don't need to have their hands held or babied through this and say, Oh, everything's going to be wonderful and everything's going to turn out great. Don't worry. I mean, don't worry because there's no point in worrying about anything you can't have any control over. But if you make the correct decisions for yourself, there won't be too much to worry about anyway. Right. It's funny, like you said, control, because it's like we have so much power, too, that we don't claim. And then yet, on the other hand, we try to have power over things that we just won't. And so it's all about switching the energy to, okay, yes, you have to accept certain things are just structures in your life. You can call them fate, you know, how you came in. Some things are there. And then so many other things are within our control to change the probabilities of how things are going to come out. And even let's say you have a, a soul contract to go through a certain um, you know, growth period. Yeah. Even having that little bit more of awareness can make it, you know, just having the consciousness is a little bit more power about how certain things can unfold for you, you know, to a degree. And any little degree is better. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, uh, with, with the with the soul contract, you have a contract. This is what you are supposed to go. You're supposed to be going through this. It's just a, it just depends upon whether you're going to learn from it or not, you know, like exactly. there's, there's an analogy I use with everyone. Uh, I tell them, look, if you were my friend and you were an alcoholic 
and I was your friend, and I, I would say, hey, I'll help you. Uh, I'll take you to classes, to AA. I'll try to keep you away from bars and, and uh, liquor stores, but, you know, they are everywhere. You have to learn to live with them. So, uh, but no matter what I say and do, until you choose to stop drinking, I'm just spitting words out of my head. You have to make these choices for yourself, and 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 these are the lessons to learn. Are the lesson to learn is: Are you going to sit there and just continue to be an alcoholic, or are you going to try to change yourself? And people just, it's it's hard for them to grasp that. So that's why I use that type of analogy, so they pick up on it. Because you know, as I tell everybody, alcoholism and drug drug addiction that's not a disease. That is a choice that you you chose to make. You didn't wake up as a baby and go, oh, I'm going to start drinking some Jack Daniels, you know. No, it's just you make a choice to do that. And then you can also make a choice to change that. It's up, but it's up to you. You have to, these choices are are within your grasp. You just have to reach out and make them. Right. And, and it's all about, you know, really, I have so much compassion and, you know, I Self-acceptance, acceptance, and non-judgment yeah. of self through these yeah. times is so important. And, and it's like we're taught if we're having a negative time that we should judge ourselves. You know, I had to really learn that. It's like we're you're taught. not supposed to be happy we're, all the time. Yes, yeah, so you yet, just said it. We're taught. Exactly. And yet these these experiences, these fiery experiences are going to hone us into and shape us like, like forging a sword right and it puts us in touch with who we really are because if we've never had you know any hardship we're not going to grow and become strong you know it's 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 such a funny thing but i i'm all about making sure that you're compassionate with yourself let's right. say you're having a problem with alcohol number one alcohol is spirit they call them spirits for a reason and so yeah. really you're just not in touch with that truth that true north thing that is the highest divine aspect of yourself and the more we right. bring that in you know the less we'll need anything to help us escape the current reality but i'm right. very compassionate about needing to do that i just i just am you know it's um all it's a, a learning curve like anything else yes take that first step and you'll be that much better than if you don't right and then and and quit holding your back yourself back from trying to take those steps because you know, we all we all come into this world. We all have a thinking mind. We all know what. Um, as I tell people, there there's no right and wrong. There's no epic failures. There's no mistakes. There's only two things you're ever going to make uh, decisions for, and that what's wor works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit quit doing it. But you have to learn to quit doing it, because we like you said, we get taught these things, and we we can't figure them out uh, because. We have all these people coming from both sides of us. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do what's best for you. Right. And getting back to your natural rhythms, getting back yes. to your truth. Yes. Go, go within yourself. Listen to those gut feelings that are, that are inside you. When you're getting messages, because we get messages all the time, listen to them. Don't just brush them off. Listen to them and try to follow through with them. And 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 take take the correct steps to to stay on the correct path instead of the alternative path. You don't have to live that. You can you can do better for yourself, but you have to take the steps to do it. Right, and you know perfectionism plays into that a lot too. Oh boy, uh, you know it's like 
it does you don't have to be an expert at doing this. You don't have to be boom immediately healed. Some things never completely heal. Like no, for example, so. I've had, you know, I have a lot of uh religious trauma in my background and it's still something I have to deal with myself. I still have to do shadow work about things that will trigger me. It's but I don't feel shame about it anymore. I don't um, you know, and it's less and less of it having a, an automatic reaction. What's, uh, what's your, what's, years, it's what's your so, take on religion? My take on religion is that it should only be a framework to get you to have your own spiritual experience, right. not to rely on some experiences that happened uh, millennia ago. And I believe <laughs> that um, anything that tries to dim your light or anything that suggests everyone should be the same should right. be shucked and shimmied like an old dead snakeskin. Oh my God. Throw it off. Yeah. Throw yeah. it off and shine. But, you know, yeah. take inspiration with what shows you and where you get the goosebumps like, yes, this is beautiful love energy. Right. Something inspires you by all means. But, you know, there's cut out the toxic part, frankly. Right. The, con the control energy part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ab absolutely. Because tell everyone all the time you can talk to God anytime you want to or a higher power, whichever you want to call him. You can talk to them anytime you want to. You don't need to go to some big white building with 30 other people who uh, who want to put on their cool hats so they can look better than each other. I mean, you want to find some negative energy. Go to church because they're all trying to be the better Christian, you know? Oh, they're my gosh. Trying, they're all trying to prove a point to each other, which uh, which doesn't make and has nothing to do with God or Jesus or any of that. It's just a, uh, it, it's a bunch of BS, if you ask me. You exactly. Can, and you know, they, they don't, they devalue your spiritual experience. Yes. Yes. And I actually got, I got a very therapeutic opportunity to tell my story. I, I got an essay published in um, a book by Oberon Zell, uh, the first public pagan, or he's a famous wizard. Um, he has a book of former Christians who told their story and it's called Goodbye Jesus, I've Gone Home to Mother. And I, I just being witnessed and telling that story was so therapeutic for me. It's about like went to Jesus camp and uh, yeah, Jesus camp. So I'm all about helping people be their truth. You know, the, yes, the factions that too. would stamp it down, we're going to peel it off and throw it away. Yes, because uh, because all that stuff that we again, what we've been taught throughout our lives. It's just not true. You know, we we could we could do these things ourselves, but we have to look deep within ourselves to be able to do that. And and some I think a lot of people just have a hard time with that because they don't want to go into peeling away uh, all the all the pain and all the trauma that they had from growing up, and and it's hard for them to do that. And even I will tell you, you got to seek out help. Even like by coming to you and having you do it for them, why not? Right. It's it's not easy. It's not a no. quick fix. It's a path. And, you know, no. like I took those wounds and the wounded healer archetype is within me now. I took it all and I'm channeling it into like Chiron, the wounded healer, as an inspiration for how am I going to transmute that energy into serving the collective somehow even some right. small way you know maybe it'll resonate with someone who who has gone through that and uh you know had to who's always told they were unworthy and undeserving i mean right it's a shame-based culture we're living in anyway oh yeah absolutely. Not religious. So shame-based and as you just said a quick fix 
it's a it's a quick fix culture we are in right now. Everyone wants some. They want it to happen now. They want uh, they want to lose 20 pounds in a week, uh, and they want to do every every diet. They'll bounce from diet to diet to diet. There's only one diet you can actually do. That's eat less and move more. That's it. He uh, has. Yeah, it's 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 put down a shovel and pick up a fork. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, they want uh, this world is is a quick fix society now, and they want everything like that because you know, back in the day, uh, you and I will remember this uh, dial up, and uh, now they don't <laughs> want dial up now. They want their internet turned on, and they want their information that fast and done with, and they want to be able to fix any problem they have right now. As but we as we know, you know, your body your body doesn't work like that. It takes time to do these things. You have to go through a process. It's 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 more than just one step, and uh, and so uh, I I believe that's what you are trying to do as well, trying to 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 bring that out to people. Hey, this is going to take a long time. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, and another personal story in my blog I wrote about spiritual bypassing and how. You know, in my 20s, I was guilty of that. You know, um, I just thought that doing yoga and being vegan and, you know, calling my calling in the light all the time. Well, yes, which was beautiful, helpful. It was what I needed to do. But then by not going deep, I was just like too scared to see that even unconsciously blocked my childhood and stuff like that. But then come my Saturn return, boom, it comes to call and you got to face it or else. Right. So, you know, it's just make it easier on yourself and go ahead and, uh, you know, seek the light and uh, put your roots down into your own depths, and then your branches can just go that much higher. You know, you've got to be going to your own depths. Yes, and face those problems. You know, I mean, you can go to a doctor if you're having some type of psychological problems. What's he going to do? He's going to give you some some medicine so you don't have to face your problems, or he's going to do what you could do for yourself. You could just talk yourself out of it and say, you know what, I don't need to be this person anymore. I need to learn to let that go and I need to move forward. And, and, uh, but, uh, yes, trying to, uh, it's not going to be a quick fix. This is going to take some, you know, you're going to have to go deep down into yourself and go, Hey, you know what? I've been, I've been storing this for so long. I don't need to store this anymore. I need to release it. I need to learn to let it go. And I need to need to move forward. But sometimes what is good especially for us who, who know how to do this, who understand this a little bit more. That's why they come to us because they need to do this themselves, but they need to learn to learn to reach out to other people and find real ways to take care of this. And not, like I said, just by going to some doctor who's going to give you a bunch of medication to, to make you hide from this, you know? Hi, I'm Daniel Jackson of Spirit Medium Daniel. Are you unsure of the path your life is taking? Do you need spiritual advice? Come book a reading with me and I will put your mind at ease and your worries to rest. www.spiritmediumdaniel.com Yeah, and you bring up a lot of points like with talk therapy, for example, there are certain types of trauma where talking it over can re-traumatize you. Yeah, yeah. And then when you do seek to say, okay, I don't need to be this person anymore. I need to do that. You need to realize that what you got to do is go beyond your mind. Yeah. You got to get in because you store all that in your body. And that's another thing with these archetypal embodiment workshops that I do. We go beyond the mind, we get in and we move that energy. We move that right. stuck energy. And, and uh, 
call in new archetypal energy. And that I just have to say that has helped me more than any other type of therapy because yeah. I did go through the re-traumatization of, um, I'm not saying any talk therapy isn't going to be appropriate, but there are certain types of trauma where it really isn't. And you may not remember it. Well, they like so, to they like to keep you thinking that you're always uh, you're. It's going to be a royal. It's going to be years before you get out of this. Or, or they like to use that word. You're broken. You're not broken. No one's broken. You just have to learn to fix things, and and you can really fix things if you can't fix things on your own. There are better ways to go and do that, other than going. Or continuing to stay in a system of people who are going to continue to tell you that you're broken. Well, speaking of broken, here's a, a beautiful metaphor. So in Japan, okay. when vases fall, crack, and break, they uh, reassemble uh, them with beautiful gold paint. And it's called kintsage, where once they've been broken and put back together stronger, they're more beautiful than they were before. Right. Cool. That is cool. I've never heard of that. Where did you pick that up? Um, I do a lot of reading. I don't remember anymore. I'm always taking it. Yeah. So yeah, when you when you I like my my wife, she likes she reads books. She'll read two or three books in a week. She's a she's a reader. And then she'll say something to me and I'll say, Well, where did you get that at? Uh I don't know. I I read it in one of my books. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> do you remember which book? No, you know, I because she reads so many books, but 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 the point of it being is the knowledge was brought to you. Uh, and you picked it up somewhere and it was brought to you and now you remember it enough that you may not remember the actual source of it, but you, but it but it is it does come true. So it's okay if you feel broken, it's not you know a permanent state. You just no. have to reassemble in a better way than you were before. I mean, it all sounds so right. easy. Yes. Like I always stress, this is a path, you know, it's it's an unfolding, you can't rush it, like you can't rush, you know, you right. don't tug on flowers to get them to grow we've all heard that metaphor so oh. it's similar it's like being gentle with yourself self-compassion radical self-acceptance are the things that we are bringing in with this age of aquarius so we are all valuable beings who have something no one else has and the more we shine that the more the whole benefits you know um, people see it the opposite um sometimes as though that means you're selfish and it's no it's no. not it's like letting wrong? your gifts and your light shine. Yeah, what's wrong with taking care of you? I, I, I was just thinking that while you were saying that, there are some people out this in this world who are just, who I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that type of thing. You know, I, I don't have room in my life to sit down and evaluate myself or, or even uh, cry about things that I've done in my life. I can't do that. I, I have more important things to do. There's nothing more important than yourself. Right. And when I hear that excuse, I say, well, how about sacred shower time? You've already got this water pouring down on you. Use right. it. You got that energy coming down. Yeah. Just, you know, even if you do take five minutes a day, it's better than taking no time. Right. Really. That perfectionism thing again, all or nothing. I got to be perfectly spiritual in every way or. Oh, yeah. No, it all. No, it doesn't work. Any no, little I... step helps. I, I I have to chuckle when I hear those people. Oh, I'm 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 perfectly fine. My spirituality is like, hmm. there's always room for learning. There's always time for reflection upon yourself. And uh, but people just think, you know, oh, because I got this piece of paper and I I learned from this uh, master and all this stuff that I know what I'm doing now. And like, oh boy, you know, 
you, yeah, you learn from a guy who's got a piece of paper who was, uh, you know, uh, written and created by men as well. Uh, now, instead of reading that piece of paper, but go sit in a room and uh, have some quiet time and 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 listen to what's being told to you by the the, the true masters, the ones who are uh, of a higher consciousness that no longer need the body or need to write something down on a piece of paper uh, to say you graduated. Uh, because yeah. you know, you're not going to graduate until you actually leave this world and and move on to a to a you know, into the into the the light space and uh, and back with our our true family, the soul family. And you know, it's all about can you listen to your inner bell? And right. when I mean inner bell, it's like beyond any fears or conditioning, and it's always kind of beyond the mind. Like I say, it's like your gut, your heart, and your third eye. If they're all in aligned and you do ding, it's like listen to that, you know. Ding. Don't let the fear be your truth. Right. And, yeah, and also at go. the same time, I really want to communicate that though I'm helping people and I'm a healer or a teacher, I'm not perfect. And it's not helpful to have your student think that you're perfect. I right, mean, I right. will be vulnerable right now and say that I still deal with a mountain of rage from Christianity and patriarchy and just repression of whatever. It's like, I realize now that it's not fist all pump, mine. This pump, this pump on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the, you know? on the rage from Christianity and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, we're all human. Okay. We're all, we all deal with it all the time. Yeah. It's okay to have it. Yes. It's like, what control does it have over your life? You know, is, is what, and that's been a journey for me that I've right. had. Come, coming to recognize it for yourself, not just, not just spout out about it, but recognize it. Hey man, where is this coming from within me? Why am I still holding on to this? Absolutely. Right. And then try not to um, let it, well, you know, take over your you, life. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to be able to channel that next highest relationship to spirit yes. that is above all that. And the more you do that, the less power the mountain of rage has, the less power your guilt from your past has. It, it's like, you know, all about feeling compassion for yourself right here. It's not just words. It is an energy. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that itself in, in itself is very powerful. That energy energy that you have within you, you just have to learn to, to regulate these feelings and 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 just like a take a hold of them and go again. Where is this coming from? Why is this coming from? And I, I don't need to continuously do that. I could I could say no to that and let and learn to let it go and and not have to. Well, I'm I'm always going to deal with it because it's 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 it was and has been a part of my life. It, it's not exactly like you know. This work takes time. It's not a light switch. You can't just turn it on and turn it off. Right. But it's amazing. Sometimes you can get amazing leveling up. It's like, will I ever get over X? And the next thing you know, you're just, it's different. And it's beautiful when that happens. And then sometimes things take longer. And it's just um, amazing the capacity that we do have in the end to um, change our energy. Yes. Yes, but, but shaming we, ourselves is not the way. No, no, the, and sh not just shaming ourselves, but shaming other people at the same time. Exactly. Uh, that's. I always tell people before you you when you see somebody walk up on you and you're about to judge them, think to yourself, take a self inventory of yourself, and think about all the crap you've gone through your entire life, and then think that that person probably has some crap going on in their lives too, and then you bite your tongue and then you walk away. 
because no one here has the, the, the right to judge anyone else in this world. We're all people in this world. We're all humans. Uh, we are all, as I heard this on a TV show last night, we are all Earth neighbors. So why not uh, learn to take care of each other a little bit better and stop judging each other? Is are are uh, you know just for the sake of doing it? And but uh, you know again with that self inventory, realize that you've got some crap going on. We all do. Just because you have a, a large wallet or a large bank account does not mean you don't have crap going on in your life. Uh, that's just a, a depiction that they want you to think that because you're you're so famous and you got so much money that you don't have to deal with stuff like everyone else. But, and that's total bullshit. You know, we all have things to go through. We all are have had these uh, these uh, side side roads come into our path that uh, that take us off our path for a little while. And uh, but recognizing that, and then once you recognize it, try to figure out how you can work through it. And sometimes that is such a part of the path, you know, like <laughs> falling off the path is part of the path, but it's like right. just a matter of getting back on as, as consciously as you can, Learning. as quickly as you can, whatever is is required, you know, and it's um, just a lot of <laughs> a lot of different ways for different people, how it can all um, unfold. That's why, yeah, judgment is really not the way to go. Like I'm, no. I'm quoting some spiritual teacher here. I forget who it is, but he talks about the power in the pause before you react, before you judge, just right. pause. Pause for a moment. Yes. Yeah. I'm still learning that one, you know, because I get ahead of myself, you know, I get sure. right. We're, I'm like, okay, wait, we're people. We're, we're still people too, even though we are uh, uh, conduits for spirit and, and they're trying to help us. Uh, and not only, uh, help us to help other people, but to help us uh, ourselves at the same time. We are, like you said, we're not perfect. We are, we also do things that we go, oops, I shouldn't have done that. But, uh, but, you know, uh, learning, learning to learn for it. I have a question for you. Okay. How many tarot decks do you own? Oh, okay. <laughs> you're counting. Just eight, you know, which is kind of oh, low. Only eight. Yeah. Actually, nine, sorry. I have nine, and that's kind of low for, you know, someone's been reading tarot as long as I have, quite frankly. I know people who have, like, 25 or 35. Is it because you are just that comfortable with, with using those decks and you have such uh, such a uh, a good rapport with them and you get better answers from them, or is this that's just... Funny you ask. I only use one deck. Really? <laughs> I mean, I use the other ones for myself or um, for certain situations, um, so I sure. take that back. I use two decks. I um, I have the archetype cards that I use too, but they're not tarot. I just use them in the end to frame something. So I use two decks and that's it. And the rest of them, if someone says, I'm into North, Norse mythology, you know, then I used my Norse deck for her because um, right. I wanted to learn more about it and how it speaks to me, but I'm kind of attached and I, and I only use one, so... Wow. Now, is this a deck that you've had for a long time or the entire time? Or have you ever had to replace a deck just because of wear and tear? Well, I started out with that herbal tarot and, oh, wait, shoot, 10 decks. I have 10. Oh, I my goodness. It's piling on now, lady. <laughs> yeah, I rebought that one because of, you know, Hurricane Katrina. I used to live in New Orleans, blah, blah, blah. Wow. But um, so, yes, I've I've had my current deck since 2005, you know, because I that's how it is. But um, and 
I uh, started out with the herbal tarot and used that one forever. You so. actually feel a personal connection to that deck, and that's why you've kept it so long, or is it just something else? Um, I, I would have to say that it is a personal connection. With the herbal tarot, it's like I love the pictures, and I love getting, you know, you always have to refresh your herbal knowledge. So I use that one mostly for myself, but I don't even use that one anymore for for professional readings. It's um, the deck I use now is, is out of print, and it's... Uh, oh not even the most beautiful pictures in the world. I mean, it's just, but it just speaks to me. And that's really all I can say. It's kind of simple. And I love the beauty of so many tarot decks, but I don't have time for that. <laughs> I mean, when I'm in the space, I don't sure. need that. <laughs> per se. Are, so, are, uh, are, you on, are you on Etsy or eBay every night of the week looking for that same deck to see if you can find one, that type of thing? I have, I have looked for it uh, just once or twice out of curiosity, but right. um, yeah, it's probably someone has it out there for 150 bucks or something. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. They know they got a, a, a jewel in the route there and they're, they're just holding on to it, waiting for somebody to pick up one. Yeah. And if I was a millionaire, I'd probably have a lot more. Just it's like got to sure. collect all four. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I tell people all the, all the time, especially with learning lessons, it's not about being uh, like if you're gonna if you're gonna win the lottery. Because uh, I talk to spirit, and people always ask me, "So can spirit tell me the lottery numbers?" No, they're not going to tell you the lottery numbers because where they are, they don't have money or the lottery. They don't care about money. They care about your well-being is what you do. And and even if you do win the lottery, it's not about winning the lottery. It's about what you do with that money after you win the lottery are you going to take that money and just spend it on yourself and be a, a selfish egotistical piece of uh piece of uh, whatever and or are you going to use some of that money to help other people and go out in the world and do good things with it and it does take and your lessons answers away. always spend it on themselves you know and, I'm, uh, that's, and i say yeah that's why you're here trying to get answers to, to do that yeah but, you know. like having all that money isn't going to take your lessons away no, it's not going to, you're just going to, it's, you're just going to have more lessons with that money and learning what you need to do with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you said you've been doing this for 35, getting uh, close to a little bit longer than that. Is so, this uh, pretty much 35 exactly. Really? And, yeah. and is this something you just like, this is something when people ask me about my gift or my, my ability, this is something I said yes to. Because I could have just pushed it away and let it go, or I said yes to it. But at the moment when I said, yes, this is what I'm going to do, and this is who I am, and it was more or less like coming out of the closet, like if, like if you are a homosexual, you're, you're coming out and letting the world know this is who you are, and then you lose some friends and people go, you know, but they don't understand, they're afraid of, and, and I get that. But uh, this is who I am now. This is what I do. Is this who you are? Are you are you going to continue to to try to help people until you know your your last dying breath? I mean, the truth is, it's like interwoven with my identity and my soul purpose. Like yeah. my North Node is Aquarius. I'm here to revolutionize people into the next wave of okay, you your authentic energy is needed. You know, and you know, I stayed in the broom closet because I with certain factions because I didn't want to explain myself all the time. 
right. now, but you know. You're always doing that, right? Yeah, I don't have time to worry about that. I'm who I am, and I just let it shine right. out now, you know. <laughs> yeah, me too, and that's the same thing I do. I mean, I, I post it everywhere. I mean, you go on my Facebook page, it says Daniel Jackson, or I always have something on there for Spirit Medium Daniel, and this is who I am. And sometimes you, I still get the people who... Uh, you know, put their nose up or, or get the eye roll or something like that. But whatever they think about me, I don't care. You know, I always tell people, uh, uh, if I offend you, uh, uh, or if I say something that is going to offend you, uh, uh, I know, or more or less, I don't apologize for me being me. Right. I have to be me. I have to, I have to be me no matter what. And if I offend you, then that means I only have to deal with you once because after that, you're going to walk away. And I'm not worried about you ever again. So, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. So, but and and putting us out, putting ourselves out there, being this, as you and I both know, it's been a long road uh, mm -hmm. of acceptance, and not not that we are looking for the acceptance. We're just we're just putting it out there that this is who I am. I'm not going to get in your face and say, oh, I talk to ghosts all day long and blah 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 blah, and you don't blah blah. No, it's not about that, but. We do have to be comfortable being ourselves and putting ourselves out there and doing what you what you do. And that goes along with that whole thing about judgment. I mean, people are going to judge us all day long based upon this. But like with us and with anyone else out in the world, you don't have to listen to it. People are there are negative people out there who are going to be singers and us who are going to be audience members and if you don't want to be a part of that audience walk away right that's so. true you know and and it's like i welcome people's skepticism that's like totally healthy and wonderful you know but Love um it. there's no need to be nasty you know so i try to right. have a good vibe to deflect that and usually if it's just like <laughs> you know if someone was to say i don't know if i should get a reading with you i say well you shouldn't well then you should. no end of story right. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're not feeling good about it, then you don't even have to bring it up. You could just walk away and right. go the other you way. Know, yeah. Some people, they haven't experienced it, and they're just, you know, uneducated about stuff. And then once they're, plenty of people, once they're exposed to it, they're, like, interested. So oh, absolutely. I, I, like, I don't let, I don't judge anyone's skepticism. I find it, you no. know, it's refreshing and it's um, useful. But don't be nasty. Right. Yeah. Some of them are at the, they'll come on my live page. And I had a woman, oh, this is a great story. This woman comes on my, uh, I, I posted, I was going to do the live show and she comes on and she said, oh, you put the wrong date and the wrong day or which one's right. And I said, it's the right day. I've been feeling a little ill. I just wasn't paying attention. I will put the right date on her. But I, then I told her, I said, but it doesn't make a difference anyway, because you're just going to come into my show and you're going to try to prove me wrong because you're just one of those people who wants to prove me wrong to make me look foolish in front of everyone else. But the problem is, is I already know it. And the reason I already know it is because I'm a medium and I'm reading you right now. And then <laughs> after I posted that, she came right back in. She said, you're, you're a crock of shit. You don't know what you're talking about. And I said, and then I said right after that, didn't you just read my post where I read you and said that you're, you're that type of person who's going to say what you're saying right now. And then she went, her, her comment was, oh, no, I didn't. And I said, yeah, light just turned on. Don't worry about it. You won't be coming to the reading because you now just got blocked. Have a great day. <laughs> you know, you know, I love when they do that because 
but I, I don't have to be mean about it like they're being mean about it. I'm just, we have to point things out sometimes. It's like, it's like having a pain when you're walking through the, the parking lot and you come out of a handicapped spot and you see someone who's, they look at you and they go, and then they say, oh, you, you're not handicapped. Oh, you don't know about the four screws I have on my back and the missing toe that I have on my foot. Yes, I am in pain, but you can't always see it because I try to do the best I can to, to not have to show that. People don't recognize things unless they are going through it themselves. Yeah. So maybe I always tell them, well, if you don't feel comfortable coming to get a reading with me, maybe you should research it a little bit more. And then when if you get a better understanding with it, or if you would like me to explain something to you, maybe that will help you. But until that point, have a great day. You know, I mean, that's exactly. it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, just be nice about it. You know, it's like yeah. some people are going to just take that bent with whatever it is because they have that need. I guess it's like that inner arrogance where they have to try to, I don't know, they feel bad about themselves on some level. <laughs> just be nice people. Just, the, just those negative uh, negative feelings that if I don't believe in it, then no one else should believe in it too. And I'm going to try to put that out there so they don't and then try to prove this person to be wrong. And, you know, you don't have to do that. You could just change your mind and say, well, I don't feel right about it. And then just be done with it and not try to always change somebody else's mind with it. You can just let them think for themselves. But we have a society uh, now that doesn't allow that. And uh, that's why I think it's so hard for, for individuals like you and myself to to be out there. There, there are... There's a lot of misconceptions out there from that TV and movies I put out there about us. And uh, yeah, I just saw you smile and roll your eyes on that one. Yeah, because uh, they do. They they make it hard for us. They want everyone to think because all mediums and all, all, all people with abilities don't have the same abilities. Uh, uh, we're not all we're not all psychic. We're not all clairvoyant. Uh, I, I get some clairvoyant things. I get psychic messages, but I don't call myself psychic. Uh, no, usually I don't call myself psychic because people come up and say, oh, you're psychic? What am I thinking now? And I go, <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking, but I think you're being a, a, a douche. So knock it off and go away. And uh, yeah, so I, I just try to, I, I, I talk with spirit and uh, they talk to me and give me answers and I go with that and I just... I don't know. I tried to I tried to think up a really cool name, and all I could just come up with was Spirit Medium Daniel. So, I mean, yeah. I still have a Spirit hotmail whisperer. address. Right? Yeah, that ghost whisperer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly. What was that TV show? I forget her name. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not as I'm not as good looking as her or as you, so I wouldn't go with that name. You know, it just uh, <laughs> doesn't work out for me well. So. Where can where can my uh, my guests or or my um, my listeners where can they find you at? What is do you have social media links that you would like to uh, to let to let out to my listeners now so they can find you? Yes. Um. So tarotwithtatiara.com is my website, and you can schedule your online either tarot or past life reading, and then you have the option of getting the essential oil. Um, and then you can also go to my Facebook page and schedule it from there. I'm also on Instagram, and it's all just tarot with Tatiara. Um, oh, that makes it yeah. pretty simple, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, 
that's easy. Yeah, I, I I wish I had just one to go to. I have all these <laughs> other ones to go to, and I have to. Uh, every time I I do uh, interviews on other shows, I did like almost a hundred interviews last year, and uh, and they say, where can we find you? And it's like, okay, let me remember. I'm saying the right ones because I got about ten of them. Oh my god, here's the list. <laughs> yeah, and there's also, a list. Um, I do have. If you want to go to my website, tarawithtatiara.com, there's an option to subscribe not only to my blog but to a newsletter. Oh, okay. And sometimes I have little coupons or little um, certain specials or coupon codes or or whatever so subscribe to my blog and newsletter if you'd like to find out more read my stuff and see if it resonates you know right absolutely because everyone should have it it's not something you should just sign up and go okay everything's gonna be wonderful you gotta feel you have to feel a connection to it and uh and if you feel a connection with uh, tatiara and her website go there and then pay attention listen to what she has to say and then Whatever she has to say, if it resonates with you, then follow through with it. It's pretty simple, correct? Correct. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you on my show today. I, I learned some things today. Uh, I, I've seen tarot card readers. I've gotten a couple of reads before. Uh, I'm just not very familiar with them, but uh, I didn't know that you could... Uh, you could put, you could take uh, essential oils and tarot cards and coincide together, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but uh, I, I know my wife is going to be checking out your site real soon because uh, she's very interested in that. She likes the, uh, she likes the essential oils. So the essential oils that you do are they are they are these customs uh, essential oils? Do you mix them up yourself? Right. After I do the reading, I take the energies shown and I create the oil right then. And I also have a whole line of oils that I'm going to be selling them on my website soon. I okay. sell in retail right now, but I have a whole Zodiac line. I have certain um, oils for certain things, Dark Goddess and Man on the Mountain and, you know, other artistic or sure. energy magic oils. Sure. Uh, but the ones for the tarot, I create them right after the reading while I'm still in my um different state of consciousness, you know. Right, so it's, it's for energy. that individual person. Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, that's that's really cool. It's not just like going out and get my, like you say, specific ones that we can get for certain things, but this is going to be uh, uh, tailored or catered to the reading that you're having with you. 100% unique. Oh, that's awesome. Well, again, that's what makes uh, each one of us out there a little bit different from the other person. And that's why maybe you get more people come to you while you're doing these festivals because you're not just, you know, what I would call the typical tarot reader. You have a specialty about you that uh, that draws them to you. Right. It's like, you know, sometimes it's not obvious, but once they look in and, and see, you know, it's not just something where I'm telling you the meanings of the cards. You know? Do you feel when you do those types of things, when you're out in the public like that, have you ever... I've been told this before from people that they just walk into the room and they feel they're just drawn to, to go to you. <laughs> I've been told that, like, especially at this last, the bitchcraft fair, someone said, we looked at all the readers and yours was the only energy we were drawn to. And I, you know, I have been told that, you know, but they just, they just pick up on it. They just, I mean, they don't like to say right then and there in person because, because they're, People walk around those types of festivals. They're getting a feel for everything. Uh, but I've been in situations where people come in and said, uh, I just felt drawn to come to you. Something about, and, and they were getting a message from Spirit as well. So uh, 
I'm, I'm glad that they do that. And I'm glad that they do that for you. And like I said, uh, I, I'm very uh, glad and I feel blessed now that I was able to, to have you on my show. And uh, besides that, I get to stare at a good looking chick for about an hour, which is pretty good. So uh, I'm okay with that, but I have to make sure that it's, it's uh, right for the show too. So my wife's not thinking I'm in here just staring at good looking women all day long. It seems to be, uh, that's what happens in this business. You know, I'm like a guy, and there's not many guys in this business, but there's a whole heck of a lot of good-looking women, which is uh, which is a good thing for me. <laughs> it's, true. it's like going to a buffet, you know. I mean, I like to look around. I got to see what I what I'm hungry for. But uh, I'm glad to have you on here, uh, Nikki. And uh, I what I will do is I will post uh, the links for your website so people can see that uh, on this episode, so they'll be able to find you and. Uh, and uh, when this episode does come out, I will let you know so you can uh, look at it for yourself. We'll send you a link for this uh, uh, as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's really been an honor to you know have the opportunity to discuss things that matter so much to me with uh, you know such a welcoming host, and it really has been a pleasure. I always learn things too. So yeah, I like you. I like to talk shop with people because because uh, uh, I this is a like I said I used to do that when we'd go out to the festivals, and I can't do that now. So this is the way I get to learn about more things that I don't know about, and uh, which is cool because I try to get people on my show who have a little bit of different stuff and not just the same thing over and over again because there is such a wide variety out there. Yeah, there really is. So I really appreciate the opportunity again. Oh, I, I appreciate it too. And, I, and, and, and I'm, I'm glad you were able to come on, on my show. And uh, as I want to wish all my listeners out there, uh, as I tell everyone out there, my little message for everyone, uh, I hope you have a great day and be good and try not to do any stupid shit. And thanks for coming to uh, another uh, a visit here with uh, Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. I'm your host, Daniel Jackson. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. For more information about Nikki, please visit her website at www.tarowithtatiara.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.